Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, it's great having the translator here, but... It's just a shame that she's so young and beautiful. <laughs> as my parents might think she is here as a potential match for me. Potential. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go on. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Exactly what Jen thought. (laughs) And literally, she called Jen's like, oh, wait. And even last episode, Jen said, wait, they'll probably think you're there, but they won't. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, yeah, they will. I got to say, I have a feeling that the translator was found by casting for just that purpose for sure this is if there's if we talk about some fraudacity on 90 day fiance this is real this is real this is real and all and these two people are a mess yeah just jen and rishi just a mess and it's a also a measure of it's a comp it's a complicated by their respective cultures and not understanding what the other needs um, uh, yeah, and yo, this is toe. This is toe. <laughs> this is toe. Episode four, uh, episode sorry, season four, episode thirteen. Winds do not blow as the ships wish. Ships wish. Our part two. I'm just gonna have some espresso, Nespresso. <sighs> well, I can't complain. You were not in the, in the little gay cup you bought me. It is a vape with it's, a saucer. This is. Faggy. Show them the gay saucer I bought you with it. It was only twenty five dollars. It's that. It's real. Did they leave the price tag on it? Yeah. I told them it was a gift. That's <laughs> uh, tacky. Uh, You're forever known as tacky. What are you gonna get at the Opera House gift store? Fagness. Well, it's true. Remember that purse I sent you? I almost bought it, but it was four hundred dollars for a sequin purse. <laughs> 
paying that. Oh, gay problems. Gay problems. Um, <clears throat> y'all, we got a little bit more information of We've been calling the digital worldwide drag moment the wrong thing. It's actually called drag, drag isn't, isn't dangerous. dangerous. I beg to differ. <laughs> It's dangerous. It's dangerous because it is so fierce. But yeah. Not, but it's not going to come into your schools and warp your children's minds. No. As we just saw as we're recording this no, legislation of like trans people men. in Montana today. Terrible. This is very important that we raise money for this. Yeah. I think what well, this is for, I think if we're in the queer community, one of the most important and, things we can give our resources to. And this is uh, in, in, in cooperation with the ACLU, which is going to help these. Sorry, this little fruit fly, fruit fly, fruit, 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 I can't talk. This little fruit fly. <laughs> no, this is not more moth in my in my face. What's wrong with the bugs in this house? I and the hair just <laughs> came on. Um, no, I had. It's they're the drain flies that I've been trying to get rid of. They've, I think they're been, attracted to my black honey lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> anyway, you were saying something. Real I don't serious. know before you started flailing. You were talking. Can you not? <laughs> when I'm talking about rights for LGBT people, well, this people, thing just flew it. Oh, you have no. Can you not flail, sissies? Bring back the Zapruder film. Of Zapruder. J- Zapruder film. Of <laughs> J- no, ours is the Zapruder. The Zapruder <laughs> film. The Zapruder film of Jake seeing it first. <laughs> Someone said, and I just went like this, <laughs> and they literally drew an arrow. It was great. So. Drag isn't dangerous. Anyway, drag isn't dangerous. The ACLU is helping find legal uh, uh, ways to alleviate all these horrible bills that are being yes. um, they're being set up by state houses everywhere, and mostly Republican leaning areas. Let's be honest. Um, but what we're what what this will do? What we're also doing is so you can buy a ticket for the moment, but we're chatting live in Discord, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about Discord. Discord is kind of a, a platform that was invented mostly for gamers, but now gamers, G A Y M E R, gamers. But now we we used it to watch uh, watch movies in the pandemic. We were I would do a Saturday kind of when no one was out. Um, and I would do a Saturday watch and chat in our Facebook group and we would just, I would just watch movies when no, nothing was happening and it was kind of, it, it honestly helped me a lot to have connection with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're all doing shit now. So now Poodle's getting banged again. So as soon as that happens, yeah, suddenly the watch chats went away. Now we're, this is going to be. This isn't going to be, this is going to be a lot like the Netflix thing, but better because it'll actually work. But some of you were confused when we did the Netflix watch along because y'all <laughs> thought we had some type of partnership with Netflix and that like we were going to air the app I, in your Netflix. No, I'm, I'm laughing because you really think that we have that. <laughs> we have none of that. All this is y'all is you're going to have two things going. You're going to watch or this, your phone. You're you going to either have your. You're going to have to watch the moment either on your computer or, or on your, your TV. I don't know if you can watch on your TV. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't want to promise something. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not working tech support for Moment. I'm, no, we're not. So that's why I would say. Moment.co. That's why you can't promise something out of your ass. I you're can't, say TV, I can't promise Discord say, because that's what I know. So, but I'm just saying for the watch, you watch it on your computer or you're on your iPad 
wherever wherever you can go to you'll go to drag isn'tdangerous.com to get more information on that you're going to watch that and then separately on a computer or tablet or your phone, phone you'll need to download the discord app if you're using your phone you will need to download the discord app if you're on your computer you can actually just go to discord.com there we go and you can create an account that way so i'm just going to tell you a little bit quickly about how to create if you if you know all this about discord you can fast forward through this but if you are a carl's wife or unfamiliar to the world of Discord. Maybe you're not a Call of Dutyer. Maybe you're not. Um, but Maybe you don't have a duty. You can you can go to Discord.com, create an account there. It's super easy. Um, and then you will get to, once you, you can even choose your picture, you can choose everything about you. I have a lovely, I am Poodle Cat, and I have a lovely picture of Madam the Puppet. That's wonderful. <laughs> As my and you can then you are go to what's called a server. Yeah. So you will go to um, you will search for reality gaze and you will find our server and then you will see things like on the left side of the screen or basically wherever you'll see shows and then you just go down to drag isn't dangerous. And that's where we'll be talking. I will post this how-to in our sissy squad, and I'm sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Can we also send though a direct link or no? Um. Yes, I can send a direct link for the channel to the channel as well. Yeah, we can probably post that in our sissy squad or some other way. We can even post it on our link tree link. Yeah, that might be the easiest thing. Yeah. Put in our link tree. Because this is not just a Facebook group. This is everybody. This we is get everybody. A lot of people. Everybody, everybody. So I hope there's a lot of people because you've got to buy a ticket to the moment and we want to raise money to the Drag Defense yeah. Fund. So we'll put we'll post that on our link tree of the app the link where you can go right to our um our our server it says welcome to drag isn't dangerous and if you if you search for reality gaze and go to drag isn't dangerous don't go to the general because some as some people would do on watching chats goes where is everybody yeah <laughs> carl i think i'm in the wrong place did y'all leave me this is just like this is just like grammar school it's like when sissy's text us on saturday oh my god where's the love is blind i don't see it anywhere and i'm like it's sunday and they just respond Dot, dot, dot. Carl. <laughs> Y'all, we've all been Carl's wives. We all are. I think both of us are. Oh, we very much. Um, so we can't wait to see you next Sunday, May 7th, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern oh, wait, on May the Discord. Se- May 7th? That's when it is. Don't question me on this. God, no, I, I wish just, I could slap you right now. I just... If you have something, you're going to have to change it. Well, I, you yelled at me about having I guess, something. I guess I canceled my plans. Well. You, you, that's been on the books for weeks. <laughs> well, I thought it was the 17th. It's the 7th. That's your problem. Well, I guess I'll just miss out. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Too bad. If this was, this was me, you would flip the fuck out. You told me you weren't going to come. No, but that was you were when, gonna, that was when it first brought up. Because you were going to be on a trip. Yes, that's a different different time, different time, different dick. But May seventh, <laughs> no, the same dick. <laughs> um, so can't wait to see you there on Discord. We're very excited. 
You're going to have questions. I know you are, but we'll try to post most of it as we can in the Facebook It'll group. It'll be in the Facebook group. Remember, the, y'all. The, the link will be in our link tree. Would you ask Anna Ferris <laughs> how to do this on her podcast? We're nowhere near we ne- that. We are nowhere near that. But think about it. Would I email Monica or Dax and ask them how to do this armchair expert discord? Probably not. And also Google's your friend. Google's your friend. Yeah. Google's your friend. Even Aunt Bing knows a thing or two. Just ask her. It might be in Chinese. But- takes a little longer, <laughs> but she'll get it to you. Let me, let me have a little more Nespresso. Okay. You know they don't advertise on our show, right? That's fair. <laughs> it's just a brand I believe in. Where was I? Uh, anyway, Toe, season four, episode 13. Winds do not blow as the ships wish. Boy, that is the truth for this episode. Yeah. This, y'all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this now. We know I was, we know I usually get bitter by the end of any Night at Fiance season. And you hate everyone by the end of it. And want it to be over. I haven't yet. No, this has been a great for season. For this season of Toe, I think it's their best since the first season. Yeah. Definitely. This rivals some of the best B90 for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good um, season. This has been a good season of Tale. Yeah. Y'all, we think we only have about two more episodes, and then we're going to get two tell-alls. Yeah, so, I don't care. I'm here no matter what. You know, I'm just, <laughs> that's not helpful. Well, no, I'm just saying I'm here no matter what. You and Mary Payne like to it's do It's passive aggressive. No, I don't mean it passive aggressive. I mean, like, I'm here. I'm happily here no matter what we're doing. We be talking about toe, mo, no. I'm here ho. no matter what, I guess. <laughs> but it also says you can do whatever you want to because it's futile. <laughs> it kind of is. I know it. It is. I knew that was part of what you were saying. It is futile. What's the point? We're going to recap it anyway, whether or not we know the schedule. Whether it's going to be the toe or before or single or 90. We're going to be here. Unless it's related to sex, I like to know what I'm going to be doing. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, Matt Sharp has got us by our butthole just squeezing our our little tank going, you want more? (laughs) Say suey, piggy. And I go, suey, Mr. Sharp, suey. That was graphic. <laughs> if somebody works at Discovery, send that to Sharp Entertainment. Uh, I don't. Just a couple of quick announcements before we start the show. Listen to the first here. episode um, to get most of the other announcements. No. Ultimatum Queer Love coming very soon on the $5 Patreon. Yes. $5 Reality Gaze Plus. Selling yes. Sunset Season 6 and other S's. Next week will be our... Actually, though, by the time you're hearing it, we'll, it'll be airing soon. Yep. Seeking Brother Husband finale with Cara Berry from Everyone's Business. But mine, um, you and me, MAX is still kicking. And our Good. interview with Lindsay from Lalu has been out. Um, uh, for it's not a, out yet. But it will be out. It'll be out the end of this week. Oh, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it it re- replaces our next, uh, and we'll have a little break with Love After Lockup. Just yeah. a little one, just a little little break. Um, Y'all, we're gonna have a special segment this episode. We're gonna have a Carol Burnett corner. Yes, we're actually recording this on Carol Burnett's ninetieth birthday. And the special's airing on NBC. You already missed it. But you can watch it on Peacock, actually. So you can still watch it. But I'm going to tell... I've been waiting to tell Poodle my story of when I went to the taping. So I'll be talking about that later. Yeah, I've been... I've been uh, waiting. Waiting for... With, with bated breath. Well, that's all I got. I'm um, ready to go. One Let's, quick update. I just on. wanted to do... To say something about... What happened? Um, 
No, nothing bad. Um, we we I said that like my mother. What happened? <laughs> you in a ditch? <laughs> we basically we remember when Mahmoud told when he took Nicole to the cat sanctuary or the yeah. cat and said, "I don't like dogs." And we both said, "Oh, that's if someone's." True, yeah. And so I just wanted to say we had a lot of uh, Muslim sissies or Muslims or sissies who knew about Islam more than we do that said. There is a reason he says this. Uh, the reason he doesn't like dogs is because in the Quran they say they were they describe dogs as kind of dirty or haram and say that angels will not enter the home if a dog is inside. And devout Muslims use dogs for hunting or to keep guard. So if you're not using a dog for hunting or keeping guard somewhere, uh, you shouldn't have a dog as a pet. That's the idea. That's so probably. Cats are acceptable so that 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 does provide a little more context yeah. I, want, I want to also say y'all if you there's ever something that would help us you think help us to enlarge our 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 info about a certain culture or a certain religion please send us a dm about it we are more than happy us. to learn and uh especially if you think if you knew this you would you would understand this a little bit better both of us are curious about the world, and we really do want. Yeah, to learn. we do want to know. Um, and if we say something that is that you that you think is kind of off, out of touch, out, or, out of touch, or that and th- that you you know some more context that could help us, we are more than willing to listen to that. Yeah. Okay. We love that kind of stuff. Yep. I think that's it. All right. Let's hope another fruit fly doesn't come and scare me. Let's talk it about. I just want that woman was milking the hell out of that goat in the person. <laughs> just squeezing they, it. They have had some of the most interesting kind of pre-scenes. Worst we had them putting like a cow pile one time. Cow pile. They and were then, making they were making samosas earlier. I don't know I why they have to keep I don't know why they have to keep showing that cobra. That scares me. Oh no. I don't like that. When they were playing I don't Snake like, Charming. I understand it, but I wouldn't watch it, y'all. Couldn't, I get think me, it's, couldn't get me to even stand by that snake. I think it's fascinating. I would love I, to watch I could kind of watch on TV, but it's still, I'm so scared of snakes. Way worse than birds. I would love. My mother ruined that one. I would love to put like some type of like immersion therapy for you where we have you hold a snake. Kind of like the one for chickens. We should do that. You can hold cockroaches. I'd do it. Yeah, I'll make a deal with you. So you would you would hold the cockroach and let it crawl over you and potentially crawl up your yeah, shirt. Yeah, like you would hold a chicken. I've held a chicken before. Maybe Remember, I did that hosty thing. On, I was in a chicken coop. <laughs> I I learned how to catch a chicken and actually, catch a duck. no one should hold a cockroach. That's fucking foul. Well, you just went back on what you said. Chicken Rishi, <laughs> zip it. We're meeting the parents, the not funny edition, um, yeah. with the translator, and Randy and Myra. We have learned, we're pretty sure Randy loves queer people. Yeah. We're pretty much. Lorraine, uh, Laverne, uh, Cox. Laverne Cox. I said Lorraine Cox. Yeah. That's her, How that's do I, her who sister. Who do I know? Who's, I think I know a Lorraine Cox. Lorraine Cox is her sister who never really had a career. Yes. She's singing at the Holiday Inn. Laverne Cox, though, was at her wedding. Are we and, efficient? Uh, Maid of Honor. The maid of honor. And when, Andrew Rannells was at her wedding. Andrew, and then somebody else mentioned something. Y'all, we get it. She probably, the reason why she, her face looks beat, her hair is done, and she comes to play because she knows her inner drag queen. I would love to interview her. I'm into her. And I know and I know she's probably, she's not great on the show. Uh, she's not making good choices. 
I think she's probably a cool person off the show. I think probably a lot of people are like, oh, the podcasters are turning on her because I think someone said because they know that she'll do interviews. No, I still have a lot I'd, of problems with her behavior. I wanted episode. to interview her before I knew she would do interviews. Yeah, because we're thirsty. Um, but yeah, I think she'd be fun in real life. That said, she's way too involved in her friend's business. Yeah, and both of us, I, I don't know if we'll be similar, but both of us had really complicated issues we haven't here. talked about it at all no we haven't at all i was screamed at so i wouldn't what were your, what 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 were your issues let's let's get let's let's provide a little more background fine save it um basically get comfortable today. he does bring up that it is a shame because the translator is young and beautiful and just I'd love to boobies. Would boobies, you boobies. still love me when I'm young and beautiful? You don't know what that is. That's Lana know. Del Rey from the. Is that by Marina Gatsby. Del Rey? <laughs> <laughs> it's a street in Marina Del Rey. Yes, Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey is a singer. Oh, oh, is she a band or one person? She is a person. Oh, so her name's Lana, and her last name's Del Rey. That is a stage name. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah. Is she, was she popular in the 60s? No. <laughs> the seven, no, she mm-hmm. was, pop. she's popular now. Oh! You're just out of touch with everything with modern music, but that's okay. So she, Don't touch sorry, my foot. I didn't need to touch your foot. Lana Del Rey. Oh, look her up. I don't think you'll like her music. Maybe. It's a lot of, um. It's usually a lot of dark subject matter, and it's this kind of chanteuse at the end of the world kind of style. Oh, God, you love it. I I go back and forth on her. Um, gays love her. Lana especially Del gays, like, like emo gays like me. La- Lana Del Rey. What a- I love it that it's the first time you're hearing about this, <laughs> and a lot of sissies are going, does he live under a rock? Well... Uh, it was like the. If you remember the Great Gatsby with with Leonardo, never watched it. I uh, should. But it's that. Would you still love me when I'm no longer young and beautiful? It was a big song from that. Oh, I'm not familiar. Never mind. Maybe they'll show that on a plane. I didn't love the film, to be honest. I've never seen either Gatsby film. What? No, I just read the book. I've read the book several you times. You never saw the Mia Farrow. I never Sam did. Sam Waterston, Robert book. Redford. No, is it good? My English teacher needed to take a mental health break and <laughs> silently cried at her desk while we watched the Mia Farrow, Robert Redford. And you and all the girls were transfixed at Robert Redford and all the straight guys were just passed notes about what sports they would play. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> Most of us were like this when the green light was going across and the straight guys were like, hey, what's going on a little pep rally today? Yeah. And Miss Coleman just cried at her desk. Poor Miss Coleman. <laughs> anyway, anywho, where was I? So, y'all, basically, the uncle comes in and the mom is there. And remember, the uncle is kind of like the father figure because his father has passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So, Jen basically says that. Uh, she asked the mom about how many proposals uh, that that she uh, and she remembers when they were talking about the proposal. She's like, "Yeah," and she's like, "This is my first issue for Rishi. 
what now he wasn't he hasn't been told that there's a translator coming no and so imagine what it's like for rishi to for him to walk in and say not just her two friends her her squad but a translator and that to me says she does not trust me i mean but he hasn't batted an eye at her friends catfishing him I, i i know and i think Honestly, it feels a little bit like I kind of want Rishi to stand up Me for himself. Too. I feel like he's not. So, so basically, y'all, she said, "How many girls did he reject?" And he and she immediately says, "Well, he never saw them, but I did it." And she and immediately Jen goes, "Oh!" And even the friends go, "Oh!" So maybe there's a misunderstanding. And I went, "There wasn't a misunderstanding because that's what he said, and that's what we got." Yeah, that's literally what he told her. Well. What they're they're trying to put an American spin on this that Rishi has been actively courting these women and it doesn't work like that no. in Indian culture. And he said that, but they thought it might have been a translation because if yeah. you can't speak English, yep. Um, and and they even said, or the mom said, this hasn't been a formal process because if it was formal, he would be meeting everybody. Yep. And I think for for. For now that we understand that it wasn't like on Indian matchmaking and other things that we've seen where the family's going through the process of vetting of different different people to get together. This was the informal planning process. Yeah. He didn't even meet these women. No. So and finally the mom said, and then finally he said, I do not want to see any more. So in a way, I can kind of understand. I can't believe I'm saying this. I know I wrote was why he- why he did not tell them. Yeah, and tell, I wrote, tell wait a minute, has Rishi been a good guy all along? I don't know if I'd go that far. Because we but, still have his friend, but... Yeah. So, then, this is what's interesting here. Um, and, and, and this is... So, Mom, do you have questions? Do you want to know why we're asking? And Mom's like, well, maybe he's found someone. And that's when Looks I went... Looks at the translator. And that's when I went, she has no fucking clue. She has no idea. That's when I started feeling, you know, that, that feeling that I say when, when people start feeling unsafe. Mm-hmm. That's when I went, oh, this is going to get really real, mm-hmm. really quick. And I, then I was watching Randy go, I've got something to say, like Jerry Blank. On <laughs> I've got something to say. <laughs> she does say it like And y'all, that. all of a sudden, Randy's like, well, I'm here to support Jen. As she tries to deal with Rishi and their pending engagement. Rishi. They got rings. Oh, fuck me. What this, this is what brought, so what this actually triggered in me was, because I was outed. I was outed. I was out in college. Felt it, like that to me, and it really—I was shocked at how much it actually. It felt like that to me, me too. I was watching it. Actually, I turn it off for a little bit and like take a break because it just brought me back to all of that. The next morning, I remember walking down the elevator and people that were even fine with it, not even yeah. against it, were just like, "Hey, Matt, I heard last night was a not a true confession." You go, "What?" Especially with the parents, especially with the parents, and it just felt really wrong, and. I wonder if other people will feel that way because I felt similarly. It mm-hmm. felt like a betrayal of any type of trust. And you can say, 
Well, he's been lying to her the whole time. This was a different approach. This was not just exposing his lies, but you're doing it in front of his family and saying, he's got a fiance and these are my family. These are my friends who know about it. And you've brought interlopers into our house in this very, very tenuous, fragile ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, and you can tell Rishi felt immense shame. Immense shame. Not just from Jen and her friends and the squad, the harpies, but his mother and uncle. Yeah. And he, he looked like he was about to throw up. He did. He did. Um, then uh, the exchange ring and the mom's face, you can tell she went, oh, she was just trying to process it. Yeah. In a million years, she did not think this was happening. No. And, and mom said, what do I say? And, tra- and they ask her and the translator says, well, will you allow it? And I'm like, she just found out. Yeah. And, uh, and then, and mom's like, maybe they're joking. And so we're in shock. And then she's like, I feel good. Um, what what's there to do if he likes her? It's fine. I I I, I wrote. What the fuck is she supposed to say in front yeah. of all these people on television? She does say, "How are we going to talk?" I don't speak English. She doesn't speak Hindi. Um, how will we even communicate? And I think at that point, that's because she's saying that because they immediately think they're living jointly in a joint yeah. household. And Randy's like, wait, you know, this meeting's to give everyone time. We're just, it's no decisions, just giving time. Which is what he wanted. And Jen Jen goes, you're really good at this. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. This this was. She's an interventionist. This was literally like they came in there, took a shit in the middle of the floor, and put an American flag into it. (laughs) That's That's exactly what they did. That's what this whole thing felt like to me. That's exactly what he did. And said, and then sang the battle hymn and of the I'm Republic. And I'm proud to be an American where I shit down in your floor. <laughs> and I put a flag oh, no. on that shit and I said, your son's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what? On that note, we're going to take a commercial. And we we're are. Finish this up. Wow. I don't know if we can go on for that. I'm glad there's a commercial. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. So they ask Rishi how he's feeling. He's like, I'm shocked but relieved. At the same time, he... He's basically just trying to keep his face together. His balls are sucked so far up into his stomach. Oh, yeah. And and then the mom's like, I do want to talk to Rishi a bit about this. And then, so later on, uh, he said, but on the other hand, I I thought that Jen would follow the plan and I'm I'm really disappointed that she said that this ruins everything for me in the moment and then they start bringing up that Jen said well she the mom says where would you live and Jen says I'd like to live in Mumbai which is but I'm open to it which is far from Jaipur where they are remember y'all they and the uncle then explains he should stay here because he is the man of the house there's so many things again y'all we know this from Jenny and Smith we know what Indian culture talks about taking care of fam- old, older in Rishi's mother ain't young. No. And basically already they were saying, I need a daughter-in-law to help me keep house. I need a daughter-in-law to help me do the things. I'm old now. I can't do all these things. Now that is not Jen's responsibility and not saying Rishi has not kind of like Gabe. Rishi's like, if I avoid it and don't tell everything, then yep. everything will work out. But actually what he does is he makes it worse because it is not fair for Jen. To, she, should, she doesn't want to do all those things. And what, he didn't tell her. What I think he was not, not – I don't know his plan. But what I think he was wanting is the longer it's – it's kind of a Jenny and Submit thing. The longer Jenny is there, the family just starts to get used to her. And her. and I think that was Samit's plan. And as uh, to quote another Seinfeld reference, when they said, 
I'll just be there for you when you've broken up with someone. I'll just be there for you. And then you wait a little bit longer and now you're just there. <laughs> so she'd be she'd be in their lives enough to where they could hopefully look past this idea of what they think marriage is, of what they think she has to be Indian. She has to be of a certain age. So which we all we know both from submit submit sami that's not going to work, but that's Rishi's idea. It, it so actually, you understand it, but it's not, it's not going to work. And uh, to be honest, it's a shitty thing, uh, especially for Randy and them to just come in and do this. That was the worst and part of it. And yeah, it's shitty of Jen to do this. But when you do, I'm not making it as an excuse. When you look at the track of the relationship, it's a little different. He didn't, he didn't out her. But Rishi kind of did the same thing to her when basically he said, I want you to meet the women of my family and suddenly just thrust her yep. into this house. And they're telling her to take care of and get up at four in the morning. She's going, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's her reaction Wife training. then was very similar to this reaction now. So now they're both in this relationship of just, of just dunking each other in an experience that they're not used yep. to. Um, Best of luck. And they basically say, and I want to go back to kind of an idea that I was talking about by being this kind of fragile ecosystem of certain things had to be explained at certain times. And I think Rishi was waiting for that. And I don't think it was ever really going to happen the way he wanted it to, but he knew it couldn't be this way. I this is the he way. He knew it couldn't be this way. I don't think he wanted to tell them, period, because... He knew that it was never going to be accepted yep. because of her age. Yep. I totally agree with you. I think, I think he was living on kind of borrowed time with her. I wrote, yes, uh, yes, I wrote, you know, she, I wrote, that kind of is more later on. But so they, they kind of leave and they're like, so are you happy? And Rishi's like, yes, this is off the plate. And it seems happy. And Jen, they, they go outside and Randy's like, well, I've done my work here as the and I, interventionist, and let's, we're going to leave you all here. Now that I bombed Pearl Harbor. Yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah, sorry. Now that my uh, tikka masala is all over your living room floor, <laughs> I'm going to leave you to clean that up. And That's kind of what happened. And we're gonna, so they go outside, and then like, and I wrote, they are such fucking children that we're gonna go get drinks with the interventionist. They or, almost with, like with the translator. Put Rishi and Jinda. It almost reminded me in middle school when two kids like each other, but they don't want to say it to the other one, and their friends do it for them, and then put them together and walk away. Yeah, it was gross. They're um, really such kids. So Jen's like, this is the other thing with Jen. She's apologizing for it and worried about how Rishi's thinking about her. I hope you're not mad. And Rishi's like, well, I'm kind of happy for the present time, but um, can I say because that's not because that's actually not in Jen's nature to do this. Nope, her friends bulldozed her to do it. Yeah, remember it was their idea. So I think Jen now is having shame of. Ugh. It was also their idea to catfish yeah. Rishi, and so they're not good friends. Totally agree. They're not. I find if we interviewed Randy, I'd tell her that. I would tell I her think that. I would. Cut to uh, both of us going, we love We love, oh my God, I love your makeup, Randy. <laughs> Tell me about Laverne. So we are basically, uh, and, I, and I, I wrote down, they need, they need to know that 
I don't want to live in a joint family. And and this is what I thought about. Let's say they stay in Jaipur. Okay. And is it possible for and I can ask maybe maybe an Indian sissy would know this or someone who knows about life in India for daughter-in-laws. Is it possible that Jen or Rishi could come over and do things for his mom and live in a different place? Um, or would they need an in-house daughter-in-law because they've mm-hmm. always been thinking about it? I don't know. It do, you know, that is what Jenny, uh, that is what Samit's parents wanted as well. Like that someone is. Someone to be in-house. And I wonder, and Can somebody may- to get up and make the coffee or the chai yeah. and all that. And maybe, maybe it is just not. It's it would be as as the uncle said. It'd be embarrassing. People are going to talk about this. Just what Samit's parents said. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a question of they would say, well, you know, Rishi's mom. She's just she's the a laughing stock because her and her husband, her and her, him and his wife live in a different place. And but it's almost like maybe you could. Maybe if he had enough money, they could pay for someone to to He's do to make money. I agree with you, but I'm thinking they instead of saying instead of saying I don't want to live jointly and expecting the parents to accept a different cultural uh, realization for themselves, they're trying not even trying to come up with uh, alternative. No, reasons. it's very much that is Jen's problem. Is Jen saying? Well, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. Now, granted, Rishi completely gaslit yep. her, and so she wasn't. She Jen really hasn't had a lot of time to make these decisions, right? But she's had enough. She had to go back to Oklahoma for a couple degree C for a couple of weeks, or but still <laughs> well, and get her get her visa approved. So, this idea, though, you're I, what I wrote. Jen doesn't want to compromise at all. And this is a very long, complicated cultural tradition that she's trying to become a part of. Yes. And so they, she leaves, and they think it's, everything's going good. And then Rishi comes back in into his parents, and they're sitting there. The mom just looks like she watched all of her family murdered right in front of her face. <laughs> yes. She's just completely. She watched. Shown. She y'all. She's just watched the last episode of Six Feet Under. The, yes, the season yes. finale of Six Feet Under. Your that's the look. <laughs> Claire gets in that Prius and drives down the ten, and you're just sobbing. That that is the look of someone who's just <laughs> watched the Six Feet Under <laughs> oh, season God. series finale, the best series finale. Still, um, I still to this day. one of the best. I also say cheers. When remember the when he says oh it was good everyone leaves and then there's someone at the door and he says we're closed yeah that was good people say mash too we need to move on <laughs> who gives a shit <laughs> anyway moving on uh, then uh, the uncle asked Mary Tyler age? Moore sorry now you got me thinking of New Heart we can't oh stop. New Heart we can, I oh, remember oh, where I was oh god I remember we're on a t- when when Susan spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> the idea that people would go well Carl I'm not gonna watch New Carl, Heart he anymore told me well golly when he woke up and said I just had the craziest dream and Suzanne Plachette said what is it Bob from the but I I also knew that she was on. Actually, I was watching that with my mother and father, and I had to have them explain it to me. And my mother's like, oh, she used to be on the Bob Dior show. I'm like, that's amazing. 
And as a child, I was like, that is a very interesting way You're to right. do that. One day to I'm that going series. to. That gives me an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go play Evergreen on my keyboard. Yeah. Mm. You, can you still play that on the piano? Yes. Are you kidding? You never played it for me. Well, <laughs> maybe someday <laughs> if you're lucky. So Rishi's mom is sitting there and the uncle's sitting there too. And the uncle says, for the last three years, he has turned down these women and hasn't told us a thing. And y'all, they ask what her age is, 48. The mom already says before the age. She says, my heart is broken. Yeah. So and, yes, and, they ask 40. And he says, 16 year age difference. The uncle says, how old is she? Answer us, man. <laughs> y'all. And mom goes, no, 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 no. And then she says, and the thing is, Rishi knew it would go this way. That's wh- And that's why he didn't want to tell them because he knew the answer would always be, computer says no. He knew. He knew. Um, and I, it, it makes me feel a little bad, but there's, there's also eh, both. God, this is an unwinnable situation. Another one. Again, it goes back to the only way Rishi probably wins this situation what Samit doesn't realize either is to leave his family behind and start a new life. Rishi can't do that. And basically, it really is. You choose Jen or you choose your family. And Jen doesn't see it that way at all. I hope when Jen watches this back. Yeah. I mean, the tell-all's already been filmed, so they haven't seen this episode, mm-hmm. like what it was like. Um, but Jen still experienced it. And they talk. I hope we see... I hope that Jen isn't like, I'm glad I did it. And you know, yeah. well, I, do, I do hope Jen goes, you know, he was really terrible to me and lied to me about things and didn't prepare me. But that was an ick moment. I hope she's gotten a better, better fr- friends with better ears to listen to who could maybe I don't help think her so. See. I think her friends, I think their friends are still friends because let's be honest, y'all, they're not together. They cannot be together after this. There's no way. I totally agree. I see this as pretty DOA. Yeah. I don't, I don't see any chance. Um, and basically, the, the, the uncle says, tell her that, sorry, I can't marry you. And he's crying. And he said, and there, oh my God, this moment, I actually teared up here because I saw him tried to make magical thinking out of this like maybe yeah. you just waited yeah. to when the astrologer said things would have been different if i just would if i just had one more dollar to play that machine i'm gonna win it all back i i this was this was i will say this to me this was the most compelling episode of this season so far for me where i was like this it was a great episode i just I, they're doing the Lord's work this season. This episode. is a complicated fucking story. It is. Um. Anyway, I. And then she was basically Jen loved me so much she moved here. You see him going through the shame and just blah blah. Oh, it was really it's hard really to watch. Good. But also, I was like, let's talk about something lighter. Oh wait. Not the one I wanted. Can we just do it regardless? I'm so this one. We just get started and before you know it. This this can't be a long thing. 
You will not brush me. <laughs> I've been waiting for three months to tell you this story. Okay, tell me the story. Tell me your Carol Burnett 90th birthday oh! experience. Okay. If, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it and you want to be surprised, you can watch it on Peacock. Cock, cock. Your Peacock, cock. So my friend works. It's um, not airing on network? And NBC. I'm saying okay. it's already, it airs tonight on NBC. Right. So people are listening to this now missed it. Um. So my friend works on he got he works on the production of this show, and so we. Um, if you don't know who Carol Burnett is, go fuck yourself. Then you don't know us. Yeah, you literally don't know us. And so Google. Yeah, we. Um, so he, I never call. He works on like James Corden. He works on a lot of Hope Dance with the Stars, and I never ask him for. Yeah. But I, when he said he was doing this, I said, "Listen." Yeah, we saw Julie Andrews because. Uh, where do we the, see the James Corden? Oh, the James Corden yeah. show, and so and Oprah, like Shania, he's really. But even though I didn't ask for all those, he just said, yeah. "Hey, Oprah's coming. Do you want to see her?" And I was like, "Sure, yeah." But this is the one where I was like, "Look, I don't make a lot of favors, to, but please." And so, please. And please. so he got me this ticket, and so we went in. It um, was at a, the Avalon, I think, in Hollywood. That's right. We didn't know that. So he told me, he's like, there's not going to be a lot of people here. And I said, what do you mean? So I, we walked in and there were drinks and hors d'oeuvres, all we could eat, all we could drink, alcohol, all this kind of stuff. And then we go and we sit and there's maybe, it looks like a mini glo- Golden Globes. There's maybe 40 tables set up. Wow. Because it's only people that are that's in production. the audience. It's, yes, it's only people in the production that have been invited. They had some seat fillers, like 12 of them. But other than that, people could not buy a ticket to this. Wow. So we went, whoa. So we went and sat. They sat us on the side. We didn't get the best, not crazy, not the best, but that's fine. It was all so small. It didn't matter. But like even the tables had these amazing charcuterie boards and people were coming and bringing us wine. It was great. So already I'm going, holy shit. And so. I bet you got a little tipsy. No, I didn't because I needed to have my senses around me. Oh. Well, I did later when I talked to my Rudolph. But yeah. anyway. Um, so. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's a name. You dropped the name. <laughs> so we're sitting there on the side and he, he we're both sitting and we're like sitting kind of next to the stage and. And then just kind of like out of the blue, celebrities just come and started sitting by us. And when I say sitting by us, like I'm sitting here where I sit on the thing where Jake is sitting is where Katy Perry is sitting wearing full on Bob Mackie. Wow. Next to her is actually Bob Mackie. Oh, I bet you lost your Who I want to design all of our outfits and clothing material. Well, we need a little more money. Didn't talk to him about that, but I did talk to him. I had a very nice conversation <laughs> with him. He was a very so. Katy Perry's right there. Bob Mackie on the other side of Katy Perry is Billy Porter. Yes, and that that's at one little table behind them. Oh, I'm sorry, Bob Mackie's at the table behind. Behind them is Bob Mackie, Lily Tomlin, <gasps> and Bernadette Peters. <gasps> now you're talking. All wearing Bob Mackie. All wearing Bob Mackey. So, y'all, that's who's sitting beside me. Across, not, and in front of me is Melissa Rauch, who's yeah. on Night Court, who's on uh, uh, Big Bang Theory, yeah. the little blonde. Um, next to her is Sophia Vergara. Wow. Her son, who is hot. This, his, her, his son's hot. And then also, Scott Bakula. 
You know why? He, they were in putting it together. Yes. Together. Scott Bakula is hot. He is, I've seen him recently um, uh, on TV or something. He looks good. He is a zaddy. You just spit in my face, by the <laughs> Sorry, way. that's okay. When I told my mother that Scott Bakula, she went, oh my God, Matthew, what would I have done? <laughs> because my mom I'm, glad I, I'm glad your mother heard about this before I did. <laughs> she made me tell her, oh, you can't keep this from me. I'm your mother. This I just thought you'd tell me when you wanted to. I wanted to tell you on the show. Okay, okay. No, this we've got at least 20 more minutes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe seven. And so, anyway, they're there. Who else is there? Okay, they're on the other side. I see Kristen Chenoweth is there. Yeah. She's sitting at a table with um, Marissa Tomei. Wow. So, Charlie's Throne is there. Ooh. She's at a table. Charlie's. Charlie's glad I didn't talk to her. I would have said I'm glad wrong. too. Hey, Charlie's. At one table is just Kristen Wiig, Amy Poehler, that Maya all Rudolph. Um, at one point, I thought I was living in it, but what was weird is that these celebrities were fanning, like the Bernadette Peters, the Bob Mackie, the Carol. You could tell that they were free. Like I saw Amy Poehler in a very human moment just walk up, kind of sheepishly, and say. Hey, Bob, I don't know if you remember me. I'm Amy. And he was like, of course I remember I, you, Amy. I love when I love when celebrities do that to other celebrities. Their guard was down because they knew they were in a safe space. Yes. Nobody really fanned And them. they didn't know that you were around <laughs> to show their, 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 your Lenny-like from a Bison Men's Strength. That's, that's true. There, I can't even – I'm getting excited now telling you. I can't even remember who else was there. There was um, – so – Okay, get to the get to the juice. So again, everyone's wearing vintage Bob Mackie, the gorgeous. Yes. So we're sitting there, and then I'll show you the picture later because you can't really see it here. But we're sitting there, and then I don't know why I didn't expect it. So there's like a table in the middle. So probably I'm maybe like twenty feet from this middle kind of booth thing, mm -hmm. maybe twenty five feet. And so everybody's getting settled. Out walks Carol Burnett. Yes. Holding hands with Julie Andrews. <gasps> I'm 25. I would feet lose for my mind. There's, I would have lost my there, mind. Oh, I did. I did. I did. To see them together, I would have lost my they mind. They sat there the whole time. She just sat, and I heard her live say, I'm just here for my chum. And I went, Oh, God. Oh, God. It's your chum. Stop. Stop. <laughs> She's gorgeous. She looks amazing. So, so it starts. Steve Carell comes out. Steve yeah. Carell does a bit. I mean that I saw there was in a commercial that had him. The bits are great. It yeah. shows like Marissa Torma, Tomei does a bit. You've already seen it, but she does a bit as um, Mrs. Wiggins yes. in the in the wearing the outfit, and My Rudolph wears the gone with the wind dress. Like, and they were showing all these different Bob Mackie things. It was incredible. I think the hot Jane Lynch was there. She was sitting at the comedy table. Mm. Darren Chris was there. What did he have to do? Well, they sang. He is so hot. Oh, so and he's tiny. He is. I've, tiny. I saw him at what at his at his at his. God, uh, his he bar. just has a twink ass for fucking. I know. But he's so straight. But you know, just <laughs> just a waste Not of so. an ass. Well, you know, he's let a guy do it a couple of times. No, I've just. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you know friends I, who fucked him. I don't. No, no, I just don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to spread rumor and innuendo. Too late now. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to edit that out. You know, Christina will keep it in. So anyway, then, um, so I don't, I'm not going to go through all the parts of the program, but some of the highlights were um, Christian Chenoweth and um, 
uh, oh, I'm blanking. We just we saw her. I love this. We saw her in um, not when Harry met Sally, when um, not when Harry vaudeville um, with uh, Music Man. We saw her Sutton Foster. Sutton Foster. We saw so Sutton Foster was there. So Sutton Foster and Christian Chenoweth sang a song that Carol and Beverly Sills sang, and they did an ode to Beverly Sills. Oh, I think I know what that is. I can't remember it. It now, was beautiful. Yeah. It was actually something honestly we should sing. Mm-hmm. So um, that was great, and then and it was great later because like I would go to the bathroom and literally like my Rudolph's like where's the bathroom and I'm like it's all right over. I love your dress. You look like that. She's like thank you, baby. And like when Katy Perry walked in and she was wearing this Bob Mackie dress with a veil and Ooh. it had sequins on it, and I saw her dress and I literally crushed my pearls and she looked at me and kind of smirked. And I was like I will steal that from you and she went girl please. <laughs> <laughs> like it was great. I, my head was just spinning. I just kept saying, "It's happening! It's happening! It's happening!" I was like uh, Sean Hayes on Will and Grace when he gets too excited, and you weren't there to slap me. I needed to. <laughs> Although be. you would have been the same too. I would have been because even my friend Brian, he's gay, but he's not like an old show queen like we are. And even he said, "I'm having an out of body experience. My body, my body's gone." I'm like, I know. Okay, I'm almost dead. God damn it! So. So then later on, Jane Lynch comes out and she sings Little Girls because yeah. she did Annie on yep, Broadway. I remember that. She's singing Little Girls and they're listening and all this stuff. And then the music starts to kind of change. And I went, oh, they're changing songs. Oh, they're going to do a medley. And I went, I heard the music and I went, wait a minute. Bernadette Peters is here. She's not going to sing Annie, is she? And then I turn around and behind, right behind me at the bar are Billy Porter and Bernadette Peters and they fucking break out into Easy Street <gasps> right in front what? of my face. They walked right. So I'm watching Bernadette Peters singing Easy Street, oozing sex in a Bob Mackie dress. Literally, this is when I might be on television is they walked right in front of me. Yeah. So I'm sure you saw my face like this. And I looked over at Melissa Rauch and she looked at me and she said, <laughs> Is this happening? <laughs> and I said, I don't fucking know. And she went, ah! I love it when they're they're fans. <laughs> they're I fans. And so, yeah, sure enough, they get up and sing Easy Street. The three of them are singing Easy Street. Easy Street and then the OG Annie walks on stage. Andrea McArdle. And starts singing motherfucking ta- uh, Tomorrow. And I would Mar- have died. Marissa Tomei looked at me across and caught eyes with these. Melissa Rauch or Marissa, Marissa Tomei? Marissa caught and she was crying and just went and mouthed the words, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like we're all just completely out of body. At this wow. Point. And McCardle. then if I couldn't get more excited, they finished that. And then right after that, we hear, ladies and gentlemen, share. And it's motherfucking share in 1970s Bob Mackie. And she comes out, does a presentation, and then she sits and at a booth is just Cher, Carol Burnett, and Julie Andrews. And I started to cry. I would have lost my mind. Because it's just the three women I wanted to be when I was a little boy in the 80s. And even Cher, she had to introduce Sutton Foster. And so she's like, coming up next is Sutton Forster. And she said the name wrong. 
And so Sutton came out and then sang, and they stopped it, and they essentially said, Cher, that Sutton Foster, and she goes, oh, fuck, Cher, come on, get it right, I hate this shit, everybody, I hate talking and knowing names, oh, well, fuck it, it's what we get paid for, and she's like, oh, I'm Cher, and then she does it again, and she messes up, she goes, god damn it, guys, I need a drink, like, it was just such Cher, it was amazing, and then afterwards, uh, Vicky Lawrence was there. I met Vicky Lawrence. I got a picture with Vicky Lawrence. She was very nice. Um, I I ended up meeting Carol Burnett. I got to meet Carol Burnett, and I told her. Did a, you lose your mind? I was pretty. I'd met her before books, but this was time like I told her a, a very quick story about my mom and I. I posted that on Instagram, but she grabbed my hand. She's like, "That is so sweet." And she we took a picture with her. Um, I was. I did not. We didn't know at first we could go down there and take pictures. So I I was. Seven feet from Julie Andrews, but I did not take a picture with her. But it, then it just been basically after this, I realized Melissa Rauch and I are now best friends. We just talked for 10 minutes about <laughs> Carol Burnett after the thing and completely like fanned out. And you can get story. her number. Uh, she can be on our show. Uh, sure. Let me call her up. Hey. Anyway, it was a... Okay. Wonderful, wonderful night. It that, made me wish that, you were there. That was that was great. It could have been solved in five <laughs> minutes, but um, that was definitely worthy of a corner. Thank you. It's definitely worthy of a corner. Thank you. It went on too long, but that was great. Thank it you was for that. wonderful. I loved it when uh, again Sophia Vergara talked to me. She had to go to the bathroom too. Apparently, I knew where the bathroom was for everybody. <laughs> anyway. It was great. That's, you, that's something on your resume. Helpful homosexual. Helpful homosexual. You know what it was? And I'll say this. And I'll, this is what I'll finish with. With Maddie's thoughts. Maddie's thoughts. That's not a thing. <laughs> I will say that with my dad and my breakup and a lot just kind of a hard year. Sometimes you forget that like not only sometimes you lose faith in people or things or whatever when the hard things happen to you, but sometimes we lose faith in our dreams. Mm -hmm. And I sat there and why I cried when those women were sitting on that couch is I went, this is what that little boy dreamt about. And you don't being, cry. I don't. This is what that little boy dreamt about. Being in this, being part oh, of this entertainment industry. That's being lovely. Part of this world. I would have cried the whole time. Oh, yeah. It, so <laughs> I just want to remind people that it is, it, it is important. Uh, we talk about, people talk about, you know, loving the inner child and all that. But what if, sometimes let your inner child of those dreams love you. I agree. Okay, I'm done. Get off your grinder. I, I'm sorry. I'm pushing a meeting I have because that was so long. Well, what? Oh, I will not have it. <laughs> Do we need to pause the show? Do you need to text someone? Um, yeah. I didn't know you had a hard out. I told you. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> We're back. I've been shamed for my story. I, we'll no, see no, no. the next time I, you have a Broadway corner. I'm saying I would have, I would have, I would have parsed a different amount of time for this. I would have maybe suggested the first show. Sorry, my lifelong dreams were no, too long. I thought I, I was, I was, I thought that was those were lovely. I just needed to, to. It's too late. You ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> I'm creepy. I'm bad. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm a motherfucker. Sounds right. You are. Sounds right. I don't want to be I told you so here, but this 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 was how it was going to wind up. I think the editing fooled us. The first episode. Maybe. I think I you know what it is? I think as soon as they as soon as I saw them have no chemistry, 
I went, oh, this is this is uh, transactional. It's and I, definitely when you got the, y'all, we haven't seen them even. I know they don't do a cult, but we haven't even seen them hug really nope. or kiss nothing. As soon as they, as soon as I first saw them, I said, "This is transactional." And I don't think she, she, without her being aware of what the transaction was. I don't think Debbie's aware of a lot of things. And I think that's sadly one of the reasons he found her. Yeah, and, and why her son uh, Julian knew. Is, is so protective of her. Boy, who, Debbie must who be wanted pro- Julian to be right? Yeah, she does need to be protected at all costs. So y'all, uh, if, you, if you remember last week, she bas- he basically said, um, uh, your, my, my plan, this is what we're going to do. My plan is we're going to get, we're going to, you're going to give me the visa. You're going to go to the U.S. and we're going to live our lives together. Which, that's kind of the last thing in his, his idea. And he even says, you will bring me to the U.S. as a painter, as a poet, um, because there is no future for me here. And he's saying it in a way that is basically like, because you're going to be my wife, you're going to do what I say. Yeah. And that, and it was almost like, she said, Oshama, you're, you're like, it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. I don't know this Oshama, it just got dark. I, I got to say, I don't know if she'll stick to her guns because next week you see him saying, she's like, love can heal everything. I went, oh, no, because what I appreciated was Debbie does not dawdle. No. She immediately says, well, this is done. I'm a non-dawdler Debbie. <laughs> now, what he does say on camera says, I promised her that we would live in Rabat, but I really wanted to go to the U.S. He Full on admits it. He full on admits it that he, he full on admits it. he lied to her. He does. He does. And then and you're Debbie, a cold blooded snake, Oshana. And Debbie says, "I'm not supporting a man, and you should be ashamed." And you this, done me dirty. You're creepy. And y'all, you could do a whole monologue in she, that way. I know you done me dirty. She's basically leaving, and I opened a door, and a poem slipped through that door and it was Oshama's poem call me a cab I'm leaving well no she said uh, and the poem slipped in and then she said and I was stupid to read it I'll never read another poem again I must say I was really really saddened by this I mean I knew it was going to be there but she's she's devastating I mean same Debbie I don't want to read any poems right now but I think that's a normal response though but the way she said it was so poetic yeah well she said she also said I feel used and I deserve it for for uh, for believing in him my inner child has been slapped around (laughs) oh god it was so it's like she said the inside things you think about when you get broken up with that you only tell your therapist yeah so, but no, she true. says it out she loud. She said it to the camera. So the next day, y'all, she's talking to Julian. And you can tell how hard this is to tell her son, who was basically right about this, that she's going to have to say that. I hate to call you and tell you uh, uh, it's, it's, it's bad. Me and Oshama aren't together right now. And uh, he made some cruel remarks, not like the Oshama I know. And it always happens at night. It's a different projectile height. I got to say, kudos to Julian who says, she's like, I know you want to say, I, he said, that's not important about me. We, we just need to get you safe, mom. Good for him. Good for him. He could have, he's like, I could, he's like, there's no time for the I told you so's. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> <laughs> you won't listen to me, Jen. And then, 
And then she does say, I wanted my happily ever after, and I don't have much ever after left. And I, I had to pause my computer and go. That was bleak when she said and that. It's, but at the same time, it's so, it's so, you just tell, you can tell she wants it so badly. Oh yeah, she said, and the last thing she said was said, I miss my friend. But he's a cold-blooded serpent. So, y'all, oh. I don't know what's going to happen. This We do see that she... 331, you're fine on She meeting. meets him again. Um, yeah, and you see her saying, love, can... I hope she's dumped this fucker. I, I wonder if a lot of her relationships, she's looked for... Relationships. If she's looked for an idealized form of love, of some kind of poetic love, and she's never gotten it. Yeah. But she still believes it's real. And I'm going to say this now, y'all... Oh no! Love in a oh, as no. a poetic abstract. Oh no! Is and I can't believe I'm the one who's saying this. It's not real. You need and sissies just drove off the road. You need, you need more than that. You need you need physical attraction. You need uh, a connection. You need sometimes uh, an age difference where it's not thirty five years. Um, you need similar interests. You need more than just poetry. Mm. At my 16-year-old self would not have told you that. Debbie is still 16 in some ways. Yeah. And so this idea that we've been we this this check that's been written through romantic comedies and everything like this, none of that's real world. And I think we I think most people know that. Yeah. And I think sometimes people know that might lead them into a relationship, but then it's not going to sustain you. But everybody knows that's the honeymoon period and just not usually people in 90 day fiance, yeah. but most people you, in the real world know it's about real things. You've got to work really hard if to be, to be in a relationship and, and, and you got to work on that relationship because romantic love is not going to sustain it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it, maybe the physical attraction and the neither one of you wanting to be alone will keep keep you going for a while. But if you don't work, it's not going to work. The thing with it's Debbie, though, she has this obsession with this obsession with being young. I know, and so that's always going to lead her towards men that take advantage of her. <sighs> I want her to be able to single life, but I want them to really protect her. She, you know what? I love her so much. I do too. I don't want her to be on single. I want her to be on a show like Bob. What's his name? Where she just Bob Ross. Where she just paints. Welcome to Debbie's Painting Corner, or just I, makes jewelry. I'd watch that show. I think the show's going to do her some good. I don't think she will have made a lot of enemies off the show. No. I think the. I think. I, 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 in, in the end, I don't know if she was a good person to be on this show. No, not at all. Um, and it's, but I actually argue would say not good for her. I think it's good for the show that we get so many people that, you know, Jen and Rishi have both treated each other like shit. And, you know, we were always waiting for the ball to drop with Debbie. Like, when is she going to show us her ass? Yeah. She never did. Never did. Yeah. That's the show. And you're practically on time for your meeting. So it's all <laughs> fine, everyone. All right, everybody. You just took 20 minutes. That's to tell the that show. Story. It was 12. Go to realitygaze.com. That's where you can find out all this information about us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. 
leave us a review. You know the deal. We got to go. Spotify. All right, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. I'm hurrying. And, and if you've ever taken a shit in the middle of someone's floor and put an American flag in it and said, we're going to go get some drinks, peace out, you can call us. And the home of the brave. (laughs) Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.